We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Daryl Ryder joins us, powered by Scheiben Jewelers, Cleveland's premier jewelry store. I am a lot less intense and combative, and I felt I was very combative and trying to challenge you on Friday, respectfully. You were fine. Okay, screw you then. <laughs> <laughs> you were fine. <laughs> you were asking questions that just needed to be asked. That's all. I also, Daryl and I, you got to understand, Daryl and I used to like scream at each other when I, when I was on nights. <laughs> like, Daryl and I have known each other for so long that there were a couple points where people like in the family would be like, are you and Daryl okay? Like, was that, well, I, I, are you guys like fight? No, no, that's just how we communicate. Um, Daryl, why did the Browns lose that game? A uh, multitude of reasons. Couldn't get anything going uh, on the ground. Took uh, Deshaun a little too long to kind of get the offense rolling. Um, didn't double cover Jamar Chase. Couldn't stop Joe Mixon, and they committed a bunch of penalties. So you add all that up, and your uh, season is now over. Let's grade Deshaun Watson on yesterday's performance. Uh, I thought he was a D against the Texans. Uh, I'd probably give him like a B minus, C plus in this game. What about you? Yeah, I think that's about right. I mean, he he still wasn't great. Um, going back and watching today the the all twenty two angles. Um, he he seemed to be be caught in the middle uh, a couple of times. There were times where there was really nothing open for him down the field because the Bengals did such a great job in coverage. And then there were other times, Dustin, where there were opportunities for him to make plays down the field with his arm, and he just didn't do it. Um, but that I think is, to be fair, part and parcel of the process of him working his way back. But. You know, at some point we got to get past the working his way back, and we need to start seeing some some real tangible results. Um, a, a lot of that game yesterday, the offense had very little life to it, um, and that, that was really disappointing. Because Mary, he, like he was supposed to be the shot in the arm for this team, and I, I don't know that through two games with him on the field that that's actually materialized. We've got uh, a little news to pass along here. Adam Schefter is reporting, uh, or rather, uh, tweeted out that the 49ers say Debo Samuel sprained his MCL and ankle. He will be back in the regular season. That I mean, that feels insanely quick, given we got about four games left. And then uh, a Woj bomb, Pistons guard Cade Cunningham to have season-ending surgery on his shin. So that's uh, 
That's tough. Uh, Cade Cunningham's a lot of fun to watch. Uh, so that that's the latest there. Daryl, fair or unfair? Uh, Kevin Stefanski held back the offense yesterday. Um, you want to say yes? Just say it. I I, I kind of do. Um, I, I kind of feel like these last four games are an audition for him. It feels like it's getting that way, right? Because because I gotta say, I just, you had a chance to score a touchdown, and that Jacoby Brissett in for Deshaun Watson is one of the dumbest things I've ever seen. Yeah, uh, the, the, yeah. Um, I, I just the last couple of years, this team's regressed. I don't see him maximizing the personnel that he's given, um, and that's somewhat frustrating because it's not like he doesn't have anything to work with here, or that he has very limited options to work with um you know one of my criticisms of it of him is do you want to be a head coach or you want to be an offensive coordinator because you can't you, you can't be both you can't just have all your eyeballs on the offense and just l- leave the special teams and the defense to their own devices like you need to be involved in that stuff as the head coach I don't have any problem with call with him calling plays and no issue there but like I just I don't know. I, I just I, I was thinking about this today, and I, I'm not advocating for change. I want to make that very clear. But when I look at the situation with Andrew Barry and Kevin Stefanski, and I'm going to throw Paul DePodesta in this pot because if they Get go, it, I think he needs to go. But like, I, it's very hard for me to sit here and sell to fans why a fourth year of this combination is going to be good. Like, I just, I can't do it. I can't find it. I don't find areas where Kevin Stefanski maximizes the talent that he's given to work with. Um, I I don't find areas where Kevin Stefanski makes this a better football team. They don't play as a team. They lack every attention to detail that seems to be required to play the sport at the level required to be successful. Um, They're undisciplined. So Andrew Barry's drafts have been hot garbage, quite frankly. There's maybe five or six players out of 22 that are worth anything, and the rest of them probably don't even belong on an NFL roster. And the only reason they're here is because he drafted them and won't cut them. Um, So I just I find it difficult to look at this situation, step back just from the results, the win-loss results, and look at it and say, yeah, these guys have this franchise headed in the right direction. A franchise that was one, two, maybe three plays away from a conference championship game a couple of years ago, and now they're going to finish the second straight year under 500 and probably going to finish with a worse record this year than they had last year. So, again, I'm not advocating for changes, but like I'm kind of asking questions myself in my head when I look at this situation, like, why are they better today than they were a couple of years ago? And all I have are excuses. Well, Baker was hurt last year. Well, Deshaun wasn't available for the first 11 games. And it's like, well, I see coaches all the time winning without, winning with not ideal situations. Why, Why can't the Browns do that when things aren't going their way? Why can't they find ways to win football games? So um, I, I just I kind of feel like these these last four weeks are going to tell us a lot uh, about where this franchise is headed. Interesting question here, Daryl. 
in the next, let, let's say, let's go three years. Deshaun's going to be here. Right. Will Stefanski? I'd probably say, I'd say probably not. And I, I'm, I'm going beyond. I, I, just, playing, I, mean, I, I don't odds, think he's going right? to get fired this year, but I'm just thinking, like, is this going to work? Yeah, I, I, I don't know. Um, like, so I, another question I'm asking is the blocking schemes that they use up front, right? Are those going to work for Deshaun? You had, uh, I, I wrote it down, give me a second here. You had three hold, offensive holding penalties, and you had an illegal man downfield. Now, the illegal man downfield, to be fair, was, uh, was declined. Um, but, like, Watson, that's why I asked Stefanski the question I did again today about the blocking schemes with Deshaun, because you need, because of his mobility, Dustin, and his, his ability yep. to beat you with his feet when needed, which, by the way, he could have easily gotten that one yard on that third and fourth and one nonsense that uh, occurred. Um, I just I, I don't know that the, the 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 pulling the guards and the tackles thing, I don't know if that's going to work. These linemen, they don't have rear-view mirrors in their helmets to be able to see what's going on behind them. So I, I, I don't know if it's going to work, Dustin. I'm, certainly, I'm not rooting against it. I'm not advocating for change, but I just I feel like there are legitimate concerns with where this team is at under Stefanski and under Barry, the state of the roster, and the resources that are going to be available to fix said roster, and the fact that, again, lack of attention to details, undisciplined, um, inability to be pliable within a game, right? You know, offense always seems to look good at the beginning of the game, but by the fourth quarter, they look like they don't know what the hell they're doing out there. And, uh, you know, and, and, and the defense has been a train wreck the whole year. So I, I just, yeah, I just, I think that there are legitimate questions you, you can ask without being like, oh, fire Kevin Stefanski. I, I just, I feel like, though, there are questions to be asked. And, and to your point, I, I don't know if it's going to work, but, I mean, odds are, you know, that, that next year will be year four. Uh, looking in the crystal ball three years down the line, I would probably say odds are that no, Stefanski wouldn't be here just because of, uh, you know, the attrition that seems to take place with the Browns and the uh, the changes. Daryl, uh, I thought you made a really good point. You made this a few times that the Browns just don't feel like a team. I've been saying that for months. Where Where does the onus fall for that? That's hard to say. I, you know, um, to me, the best coaches can can foster that type of environment, right? I think it's something that J.B. Bickerstaff has done such a great job with the Cavaliers. He has such great people skills. Um, Terry Francona has such great people skills, even at his age and in, in, in his experience and how long he's been in the game, right, a, as a manager, uh, and he has evolved with the times and stuff like that. I just don't see the same thing in Stefanski that I see in JB and I see in Tito. Uh, and maybe that's unfair to say because um, I don't know Kevin all that well. My exposure to Kevin is usually the 15 minutes we get a day to ask him questions and then the 20 minutes that we're you know, watching practice and stuff like that. I don't know what he's like behind the scenes. I mean, I, I, I watched the, the Browns media stuff that they put out there, the, the videos and, and things like that. 
And I just, you know, like his victory speeches, they're okay. I mean, when I watch his victory speeches, they don't make me want to run through a brick wall, to be perfectly honest with you. I watch other coaches' victory speeches, and I'm ready to, you know, all 170 pounds of me soaking wet, I'm ready to strap on some shoulder pads and go through a brick wall for those guys. So I I, I don't know where the blame uh, falls on that. Uh, Nick, but it, it's disappointing. He did try this year. They did. They went to Canton, the Hall of Fame, took him over to the Cavs facility to, you know, goof off for a day, you know, brought a basketball hoop because he found out his guys like shooting hoops. So he, you know, brought a basketball hoop and put it on the practice field for guys to be able to use in their free time at the facility and stuff like that. So it's not for a lack of effort. So, you know, we certainly want to be fair to Stefanski in that regard. Like he has tried some things to to create that culture and that team bonding and and things like that but you can't you can't force stuff it, hap- it has to happen organically and unfortunately where the browns are concerned it just it has not happened organically whereas we have seen that happen with the cavaliers as well as the guardians will nick Chubb be here in a couple of years probably not uh, just business of football, not not because I'm advocating for him not. To are we, be Darryl, Are we wasting his prime? Yeah, I, I think you're. I think you're wasting Miles. Not you personally, but I think they're wasting Miles Garrett's prime. I think they're wasting Nick Chubb's prime. I think they're wasting Joel Batonio. It's. Uh, I mean, I, I put it in my top takeaways last night. This is what the Browns do. They waste time and they waste careers. Um, because this is a flush season. Last year, a flushed season. This coming off of, again, being a player or two away from the damn conference championship game. And the last two years have been a complete waste of time. And uh, that, you know, that's got to be a bitter pill for fans to swallow. It's got to be a bitter pill for guys in that locker room to swallow. Um, And I'm not saying it's a, a deliberate wasting of time or careers. It's just, it's the way it's always seemed to go for the Browns. They're like stuck in quicksand, the harder and they kick to get out of it, the deeper they seem to sink into their own mess. So uh, yeah, there, I don't know how many thousand yard seasons Nick Chubb has left on, on the tires. Um, Miles Garrett, same thing as far as, you know, his uh, abilities. I know he's a genetic freak and a hell of an athlete and this, that, and the other, but yeah, I mean, you're just you're you're just wasting these the, the prime in these guys' career because you're not competitive enough to to play past your regular season. It's really disappointing, Dustin. Agreed, Daryl. Does it make sense to to shut it down if you're the Browns? No, I, you can't. You can't tell guys to shut it down. That not in this sport. Um, they have too much invested. Uh, you know, but I think organizationally. They've got to, they really have to utilize these last four games and figure out what it is they are, what they're going to be going forward. But no, I don't think you shut it down per se, um, but they've got a lot of things they need to figure out over the final four weeks. There's no question about that. Daryl, great stuff, buddy. We appreciate you. You bet, guys. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Over here. 
plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. Watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at-bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.